Have you ever wanted to play in a campaign similar to the Knocked Prone Dead season where you are in a realm filled with spirits? If yes, then I have the perfect product for you. Explore the realm beyond the veil with the Book of Spirits, an ethereal 5e supplement on Kickstarter now. This supplement is inspired by legendary titles like Dragon Age and Stormlight Archive. The Book of Spirits is a source book that expands your world with a new realm of magic. With over 50 spirit creatures, 7 brand new subclasses, an entirely new class, and tons of encounters and resources for you to run a game in the spirit realm. Follow the link in the episode description where you can find this 200 plus page book with illustrated encounter maps, incredibly detailed miniatures, and an entire original soundtrack to immerse your players in this mystical adventure. Back the Book of Spirits today on Kickstarter. Hello and welcome to Knocked Prone, a podcast of high crits, small fits, and varying wits. My name is Cade and I am the host and dungeon master of this Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition adventure. And I am joined here by the players to my left. Mason playing Lakir. Brooklyn playing Litzy. Danny playing Tess. Caden playing Blink. All right, awesome. So as last we left our adventurers, Lakir, would you go ahead and give me a rundown? Well, uh, we left, we continued traveling away from the Knoll camp, uh, decided to camp where we killed the Blights. I studied them, we did some magical tinkering, woke up, I did some more magical tinkering with some food, and that ended up causing a fight. Um, Litsy's father was quite rude, um, and he seems to agree and is going to come to the Fae so that we can dispose of him. Uh, I just love how uh, you did some magical tinkering on some food. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was casual. It wasn't making prestidigitation goodberry taste like garbage, yeah. but yeah. Oh, that's such a good way to put it. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's where we left off. Uh, Harold has walked up to your guys' group, and it seems that he could hear you from even at the distance that he was at. And he addressed you by saying, like, let's go drop me off. What would you like to do? Well, uh, thank you. Your coordination in this matter will make things much easier. Right. Let's be on our way then. And uh, will this prove to you that uh, we're on the same side? No, but it'll get you out of our hair, which is what we're after. At least for me. Well, And the three of you like this guy. Okay. Uh, I... I don't actually know. They were kind of forced onto me, and we've been traveling ever since. Really, our partnership is not so much whether they like me, but out of necessity. I think this would go a long way to proving that you're at least interested in helping out. Well, thank you, Tess. Um, I don't think anyone gives you enough credit for how smart you are. I know that this doesn't mean anything coming from me, but keep your wits about you to know who's the person who's manipulating you. You never know who it is. 
and then he's going to start walking towards the Feywild. Chipper. I give my biggest possible eye roll to the rest of the party. I'm in agreement with that. If you feel I'm manipulating you, please feel free to say it so to say so. Personally, I think he's just trying to sow doubt between our group. Yeah, I definitely feel like that went a long way to undoing the long way that he had just made. <laughs> well, you um, don't have to believe me if you don't want. As he's like walking away, <laughs> but nonetheless, it, if he's willing to cooperate, that would be. Should we? The rope was set on fire. Do we have any to spare here? Uh, I don't think that was the whole rope, right? He uh, turns around and he says, oh, sorry about that. Um, and he waves his hand and the rope goes around them and ties itself. And the kids are tied up just as they were before. He's like, I wouldn't do anything that I didn't know how to fix. <laughs> Can't fix your attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Blink, Tess, let's see. I apologize for my actions earlier this morning. It was early. I have been hungry. I, um, I'm not the best hunter, and I haven't had food for mm, a good three months when you guys were gone. Uh, so the first time that I got food, having it taste like human feces really got me. You got a good berry last morning, too. That's true. Three months, though. Is one good berry enough to satiate somebody's stomach from three months of starvation? Probably not, but let us remind you that it was your duty to lure us out of the city. You're here because of your own decisions, not ours. I'm here to protect my daughter. And... If you do anything to stand in my way again, I will not hesitate to kill you. Well, we'll see about that. He shakes his head <laughs> as he's like, e- kid, you don't even know. Personally, I know he could kill me in probably like a few hits, but look here, doesn't give a crap, so. <laughs> and I admire that. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get the kids and I start walking back. So while we're walking, um, I want to ask Harold... Uh, I don't trust you completely, but you can start by explaining how this sombrero can help us get back into Grumbopolis. Uh, The room you got it in, you remember that? Mm Mm-hmm. That was a room filled with liars, cheaters, and people who manipulate the system of Great Grumbopolis. Um, I was not part of that willingly. Um, Lakir's father made sure that I was a part of it, though, because he saw my potential, and he continues to see my potential, even though I do not wish to work with him. But um, each one of those hats allows you to pass through a wall, an illusionary wall, that um, I'm sure that you had to wear to get through that wall. But the well... Uh, They have a well filled with water that's magically contained that they send all of their sacrifices and people who they want banished and forgotten from the city. They send them down the well and they have them fend for themselves and they either die out here or they go towards the only other civilization that Great Grumbopolis has ever known. Which is... 
Um, the only other civilization that I know of, or that Great Grimbopolis has ever known of, is called Fort Outcast. Uh, they are staging some form of rebellion against uh, Lakir's father knows plenty about that. He uh, He's the one who banished all of them, and he scries on a lot of them to see what they are up to. And many of them stick around and plan to come back and take over Great Grumbopolis one day once they grow enough numbers. And do you know where this place is? I do. Do you want to tell me where this place is? Uh, would it make you trust me? A little bit more. Okay. Um, it's to the east. Oh, you grew up in the forest. I did. It's past the forest. Well past the forest. Mm. More towards the coast. Um, I wasn't allowed to scry because I do not have that prepared. However, um, I was able to look into the crystal ball that the order of the secret alliance uh, had that would allow me to see into people's lives. Okay. And I don't want... I don't want to bribe you. I don't want to do anything to offend you, but is there anything that you want from me? If what you say is true, I'm going to be stuck in the Feywild. I might as well give you the last of my things. Do you want anything? What do you have? I have plenty. I've got set of thieves tools, dungeoneers pack, got this chisel, and my weapon. Uh, look at uh, Amalek Jr. over there. For your weapon? Uh, he I took his, my weapon. I, I took his boomerang when, oh, okay. when we hold, held person him to make sure he okay. wasn't a threat. I thought this was one of those, like, Avengers, the Hulk is on that spaceship, and he's about to turn the Hulk loose. So I was uh, like, yeah. I was like, Lakir is about Lakeer to turn on us. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool, yeah. Be careful um, who you trust. I'll take that chisel. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, and he shows you how to chisel, like he chisels his own name into like a random rock and he shows you like the correct form and he hands you a hammer and a chisel and he gives it to you. Okay, dope. So you can add a hammer and a chisel. Awesome. With the, the information that he's given and, um, uh, and everything, the whole conversation, uh, my trust for him has definitely gone up. Um, so I'm going to give him, uh, one of my provisions so that he can have some real food. He nods at you, quickly opens the provisions and scarfs it down as he's trying to get it before Lakir is able to cast anything on it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, and he nods and he's, he's like, thank you. I, I won't forget that. Okay. Okay. And you guys continue to walk? Yeah. Anything, any, what else do you, what do you guys talk about during this time? Kier will be silent for like most the way, well, I guess this will be while they're having their conversation. Be just like, you guys are my friends, right? Definitely. And at least I can speak for myself personally. I definitely trust you more than I trust my father. Thank you. You're my friend as well. I wasn't just forced together with you. Uh, you can definitely handle yourself and fend for yourself. Uh, and... Um, I respect that. Thank you. You can as well. Actually, wanted to give you something, um, and I'll hand out the cantrip scroll that you had given me, um, and I'll give it to you. Okay. Uh, the spells that I was using this morning, that is the polished version of what I thought you might 
deem as useful. Uh, if you want any altercations made to it, let me know and I'll see what I can do. Um, so I'll be like um, overexcited about it and say, oh yeah, uh, thank you. I've been uh, anxious to get this back. As you take it, the thing tying it together, there is a 10 gem gold piece that is oh. as affixed to affixed to the scroll. And yeah, and Lucario will just keep walking and studying in his journal. Harold notices that. He, look, he watches as you give him a gem and he nods. At this point, I was trying to like maybe get like Litzy to be like falling back with me a little bit to a point where we could talk without them hearing. Yeah. Of course, it is definitely a difficult situation, but I'm thinking if he actually is willing to enter the Fae and wait for us there, that may mean we at least can trust him enough to keep him with us. I think there are plenty of benefits to keeping him with us, so I'm I'm not against that idea at all, but... Um, I don't feel like I have enough answers about what is going on to really know whether or not I can trust him for. So for now, I will be erring on the side of caution. Um, for as far as I can tell, our original group is the only group of people that were not ever intentionally a part of this mess. And um, to a degree, my father was. So um, I will be staying wary of him until I feel like I have a fuller picture of what's going on. All right, well, I just wanted to let you know, before he goes into the Fae, I'm going to try to talk to him and see if I can set some some boundaries for when we come back. And I'll probably do it alone so there's no uh, altercations that break out. And I just wanted to let you know and make sure you're okay with that before I talk to him alone. I think you're the perfect person to do that, Tess. Yeah, so um, you guys keep walking. Uh, light starts to peak from the horizon as you can see the sun is out um, and you guys are starting to exit uh, from underneath the rainbow. Um, and then Tess, did you say you wanted to talk to Harold? Yeah, before I send him in. So uh, assuming everybody else has kind of like started to walk away a little bit. All right, I'll uh, so, big. so to guarantee you that we'll come back. I'm going to give you this bag. And I don't know if you know me very well, but it's very important to me. And so I'm going to give him the bag. And I'll be like, just hold on to this rope. Tie it to some part of yourself so that we can pull on it when we have returned. And I guarantee you it will be no more than three months. Tess, I want you to keep that. I really appreciate that. But Tess, I'm sorry that I know so much about you. I don't want to. I don't want to know as much as I know about half the people in Great Grobopolis, but you got to keep that bag. Tim's up there, and there's not a lot that can bring him down here. There may be one thing, but I don't know if you guys want to go get that. But um, I'm sorry that you don't get to have your friend down here. And I hope that you find solace in these three and that they... Don't treat you poorly because you're smart, Tess. You know, you know that you're smart. I, I appreciate that. 
and I just want to let you know that I know it can be hard to be berated for everything over and over again, but just try to remember that you did hurt these people a lot. I mean, granted, it was mostly just Litzy, and you were trying to have good intentions, but it did hurt her a lot, and with her being our friend, it hurts us, and that's why Lakir is so upset. And I will try to let him know that when we get back, he'll have to really try to not cause problems with you, but you'll have to probably have thick skin, and I know that'll be hard, but it's what you'll have to do. Well, I truly hope that you guys are telling the truth um, about knowing how to get into the Feywild. Nobody's known how to get into the Feywild. Do you think I would not have gone after Litzy's mother's killer had I known how to get to her? Well, well, we were under under the assumption that it was just walking into these flowers. What flowers? Are there no flowers around us anymore? The field is barren of flowers. It's the same field. Rolling hills of grass, no flowers. And he keeps walking, and he's like, Where's, Where is the Feywild? Is he holding onto the rope? I handed him a rope that yes. he's supposed <laughs> Yes, he's, he's holding onto the rope. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. Well, um, I guess that, uh, that is a new development. <laughs> um... Let me go talk to the the group, Harold. Um, so I'm gonna finally like, come with a plan. He's, <laughs> he's, he like puts his hands over his face and he starts. He drops to his knees and he starts crying. Alrighty, well I'll walk back to the group. Um, slight problem. The uh, Faye is gone. Gone? Yeah. Harold walked right into it and um. It didn't do anything, and the flowers are all gone. I'm um, considering that clearly those that field was some had some kind of magic involved with it. I wouldn't be surprised if it is something that is movable. So I suppose we shouldn't be too shocked at this new development. But um, I do wonder what the chances are that we will run into our Feywild friend again. Um, but honestly. He could be anywhere, couldn't he? Well, we need a new plan at this point. Well, I suppose we could take him with us, although it's less than thrilling. I think that it is more safe than letting him roam about. And in the meantime, we can continue our um, next step of finding that civilization. So I'm going to tell him that he can come with us. And we'll all try to avoid altercations, but if he has issues, I'm going to tell him that he can only... I guess we did talk about that. Maybe he should only bring them up with Blink. Here's the thing, as long as... If he has issues, I don't mean to say that he can't ever... You can never talk to him one-on-one. I just mean that if you are his assigned person, over time, it will degrade. Perhaps... You two together, if you are both neutral. Something that reinforces the idea so that he isn't able to just bribe or persuade one of you into letting him free. Do I get a say in the matter? He's like puffy-eyed 
and he approaches the group. Well, I mean, essentially what, what I was getting at is just that we can't have all these snippy comments and fighting and bickering, and I know it's not all you, but you have to admit that the weight lies mostly there due to the, the background. I understand. I understand your point of view, Tess. And, um, frankly, I don't want to travel with you. The only reason I wanted to travel with you was to keep that monster of a child away from my daughter. Well, but she's a big girl. She can take care of herself. And look here, I've seen you give more care to this group than your father has given to me in the majority of his lifetime. And... I don't think you're a monster anymore. And honestly, if you say that the Feywild is this way, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to take Q with me. He's not going to heal you anyway. I programmed him against it. You really have some issues. Oh, I'm sorry. He healed the, the rest of you. Just not like here. I hope if you're that leaving. as an act of good will... Look here. Keep my daughter safe. Dad, and he's I'm going right to... here. You keep talking to me like I'm not right I know, here Lizzie, in this I know. conversation. You're a big kid. And I can take care of myself. Dad, leave. He's going to start pushing on some buttons on Q and t- tightening some knobs. And he's going to punch you in the arm, look here. Does one point of damage. And then... <laughs> uh, and absorbs it. <laughs> No, um, he'll punch you in the arm, and then uh, Q will heal even your ward. And so you are completely unaffected by his punch, and he's like, I hope that there's no hard feelings. Um, Litzy, come find me when you're done. Whatever rations come in an explorer's pack, I'll give them all to... uh, Ah, I don't uh, need it. I got it. Listen, while I despise you, and everything that you've done. If you truly hate my father as much as I do, you may be an ally. So, take this. I'll give him the boomerang back. I don't need you dead at the moment. Everyone take a point of inspiration. That made me so happy. I'm serious. (laughs) Put an inspiration on your paper. What a good resolution. Tess needed Um, that. (laughs) I, I needed that. Jeez. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, but uh, he looks at you and he's like, um, you're almost right, Lakir, but you will never hate your father as much as I hate your father. I guarantee you that. Well, we have no real way of finding that out, but... Who do you think put Raven up to killing my wife? Who do you think changed my book who do you think changed raven's book who do you think has manipulated the entirety wait a moment wait a moment you don't get to list manipulating books as part of the thing that you hate when your very own daughter is someone that you've manipulated her book i've never manipulated it oh please that's a loophole you know it you're not old enough to understand but one day you will understand there are some things that are better to forget. And with that, we're going to end our session for the night. Thank you for joining us here at Knocked Prone. 
My name is Cade, and I am the host and DM of this Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition Adventure, and I am joined here by the players to my left. Mason, playing Lakir. Brooklyn, playing Litzy. Danny, playing Tess. Caden, playing Blink. All right, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this was... This was the resolution I needed, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we hope you remember when life knocks you flat on your back. All you got to do is keep rolling. And we hope you have a great rest of your day.